0: try again. Mm.
3: Nation. I got to say this, Ty Gibbs is probably sending bouquets and bouquets of roses to Ross Chastain because Ross Chastain <laughs> made us forget about the ass hattery that Ty Gibbs caused in the Xfinity Series race. My goodness, did you see that thing? Brad Kozlowski's disqualified. We'll get to that story. But the story coming out of the NASCAR Cup Series, of course, is Ross Chastain and that incredible finish. That he didn't even win the race. <laughs> I bet if I asked 90% of the people who don't follow motorsports, they would have no idea who Christopher Bell is, but they would know who Ross Chastain is with that move. Freak Nation, if you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook Live, thank you guys for being a part of it. Of course, many affiliates across the country. This is a radio show with a snappy little video component. Mm-hmm. Crashers dressed up with her boobies mm-hmm. t-shirt. Hold uh-huh. on. There you go. And I got mm-hmm. some skeleton bones. That man probably with the best. Uh, costume that he's got tonight. He's dressed up as a a man in Columbus, Ohio, and I almost went somewhere. The problem is going to get me in trouble. Oh, that, that said,
2: guy. He's yep. that guy.
3: Yeah. You can buy that at the costume stores. A man from Columbus, Ohio.
4: Actually, a man jonesing for some French fries from the museum in Los Angeles, where we used oh. to uh, do the show.
2: Well, somebody listening... Please send Statman some French fries. He's been talking about this for like three hours now. I mean, the man needs some food.
3: Jeez, can we get over the fries? Because my goodness, the text thread that I'm sure many of you had out there in the Freak Nation, did you see what Ross Chastain did? If you didn't see it live, I know you've... Listen, uh, Sunday Night Football, they just spent about 60 seconds on it leading up to their college football schedule next Saturday. They spent time on Ross Chastain's (laughs) move. We've got Ross Chastain coming up here in the Freak Nation, and it's an incredible interview that we had with him. It was only a couple of days ago, leading up to this race, and the things that he said in this interview, Freak Nation, uh, aren't necessarily going to blow you away, but there's some things he alluded to, and that we teased the hell out of on Twitter, at Speed Freaks, by the way, about... uh, Trackhouse is here, Statman. They are here, and they're here to disrupt the big boys.
4: Well, I hope so. In the final four, we only have one guy over 30. I think that is an an indication that things are changing entirely. And one Mm -hmm. of those guys is Ross Chastain in the Trackhouse race team. One guy, barely over 30. I love that. I love that. When you look
3: at, again, we, we've even got odds on Chastain nine months ago. <laughs> and we're going to compare it to one of the greatest upsets or run-throughs to the championship in, in modern sports history. We're going to get to that. We have the post-race interview with Ross Chastain in the media center. In the free, They had all four drivers. <laughs> and if you go back, I know you don't have access to – the NASCAR media website like we do. But if you go to all these drivers, they were just, speaking of mundane, mundane questions of Christopher Bell, uh, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott. It was all about, they spent 25, 30 minutes with Ross Chastain and everything was centered around that one freaking move. We're also going to get to this. Is there already talks in the works about lining up a Chastain rule for the future? Why? We've never seen Wait, this before. Serious? Thanks for the tease, Crash. <laughs> we pretend that we have pre-show meetings in here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> there Oops. might be a rule
3: in the works, Freak Nation. So we're going to get to that. Uh, it's what
4: <laughs> She was too busy worrying about candy corn and french fries to worry about. It. <laughs> oh, candy corn sucks.
2: Anybody listening right now, if you really like candy corn... Just go vomit it in a corner. There you it, go. It's
4: better. Man, what, it's what the hell's going on here? Go right into the rabbit hole, you know? All I had to do was show her where it was, and she <laughs> <right> <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Whoa!
2: I was in the rabbit hole last night at an Alice in Wonderland party, so, yeah, <laughs> I felt
3: through. Yeah, uh, Freak Nation, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook Live on MAD TV, Lucas Oil, or on our page, or, frankly, WWTR's page... Uh, You'll notice at Crash Gladys, she's got got her TV show makeup on. She's not showing the wear and tear that she took under her wings this weekend. No, she ain't (laughs) showing that. I'm going to resume with some of our affiliates, Freak Nation, and get back into it with more from this incredible race in Martinsville.
1: Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio,
3: redefined
5: the freaks.
3: Welcome in SportsMat Radio Network, 80 plus stations across the country, Sirius XM, Every streaming app that you can imagine, yep, we got you covered, Freak Nation, including YouTube and Facebook Live. Thank you, Worldwide Technology Raceway, Lucas Oil, Mav TV, everybody else allowing us to go live on your Facebook pages. This is awesome. Have you seen a move better in all of motorsports, Formula One, Supercross, Drag Racing? That again, we're living in the moment. I get that. Is there a better move in motorsports than what we saw with Ross Chastain? Everybody, thought, did did everyone think that you're, something happened to your TV? That why is my TV fast forwarding with the last turn of the race?
2: Either that or I, I just thought he got in an accident and I didn't even pay attention to where he ended up coming across the stripe mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they go, they do a shot in his pits and his crew is cheering and I'm like, why are they cheering? He crashed. Wait a minute, what? What's going yeah.
3: on? <laughs> you and I were saying, what the hell? Come on, Ross. Stop that, Matt. What just happened?
4: Yes. <laughs> I think what's going to happen, they don't need a rule, because what will happen is somebody will leave a pit gate open, and they'll go flying around the, the cool. wall, and then all of a sudden, bang, you know? And that'll be uh, the end of that idea.
3: Well, in, in the press conference, and I don't believe we have the soundbite step, Sound soundbite stat man, he talked about that, how there was a track that his dad raced in their hometown many years ago and how there were steps that came down on one of these racetracks that, that the Chastain family ran at. It would rip open cars if they started to hug the outer wall. So they <laughs> welded a gate over these steps to prevent what Statman's talking about. Because Ross Chastain, he went across that what pit entrance gate. Again, a lot of people were thinking this guy is going to go through this gate
4: and just not only rip the car, but the the, the, the danger behind that. But my gosh! You know what? When what, this is honest to goodness true story. When we used to race in those uh, thirty seconds cars, races at Paris Auto Speedway, I actually did that once. The guy <laughs> said, you know, you got to go deeper into the turn after practice, and I went all the way to the wall and rode the wall <laughs> all the way around it.
1: So, there Chastain pulled a stat Yeah, he did. He pulled a stat man. Yes. Motorsports Radio redefined. General
6: Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible.
7: Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it.
8: How about that?
7: Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of
8: Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed. On MAV-TV, Motorsports Network.
9: Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today?
3: Well, uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some.
9: Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser?
3: I bet they do.
9: Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid?
3: You know, they'll have that too.
9: Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease?
3: <laughs> yes, they will, babe.
9: Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy?
3: Deal, but you got to share.
9: Awesome! Lucas works. It's more than just a slogan. General
2: Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the Speed Freaks since 2001
4: time is more valuable today there's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best that's where lucas oil slick mist speed wax steps up it's great for paint chrome glass and vinyl lucas oil slick mist simply mists on and then wipes off leaving a new car shine every time it's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces for a complete detail there's also slick mist interior or slick mist tire and trim shine lucas oil it works
2: Lucas Oil,
5: it works. I run Lucas Oil.
10: It doesn't matter if you're on the water,
5: driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years.
10: We wouldn't run anything else.
5: Lucas Oil, the official oil
10: of Monster
7: Jam.
5: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
3: Freak Nation, a great website to check out as the months tend to get a little bit cooler. Go to lucasoil.com. Got the right products to treat your hot rod for summer, winter, fall weather. Don't believe me? Check it out. lucasoil.com. What's inside your engine matters. And Lucas Oil knows that. Go to the website, lucasoil.com. Ross Chastain and his move, again, supplanted the ass hattery that Ty Gibbs did uh, in the Xfinity Series race, taking out his teammate to win the race. And I applaud the crowd for sticking around. And I'm sorry I don't have the audio for them saying, thank you, Grandpa. Was that what it was, Richie? Was, was that what they were chanting for
10: uh, Ty Gibbs from the stands? I didn't, I didn't see that particular video. I just heard all of the boos yeah. that were maybe the loudest boos I've ever heard after a race in recent memory for a driver whose name was not Kyle Bush or Joey Logano. <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
2: he's not making any friends. And he, he's a difficult interview too. Difficult in the sense of he's just not fun. Yeah. No. There's no entertainment factor to that kid whatsoever.
10: My bet my favorite thing I saw today at the track was a lot of pictures on, on Twitter. I think I even retweeted at Speed Freaks on Twitter. It's Halloween weekend. Guy dressed as Jesus showed up at the track and with a sign that said, I'm looking for Ty Gibbs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
3: Oh, that's beautiful.
10: That is if beautiful. you know, you know. If you know, yeah. you know.
3: Yeah. Yep. Oh, we know. Trust me. <laughs> Ty Gibbs and his grandfather's cheating in NASCAR.
2: Oh, Jason knows as well. Jason's sending up a comment right now. Didn't Ty compare himself to Jesus? I
3: have no idea. Oh, oh he I, I don't know. I don't know that crasher. And we've already gone too deep into this damn okay. thing already. Ross Chastain. Incredible finish to get into the final four coming up at Phoenix International Raceway. Ross Chastain, post media conference. Again, he was the focus. The other three drivers, hey, nah, sorry. <laughs> it's Ross Chastain. And Ross talked about the first time he saw anything like his. Well, I was asked about what was the first time he saw anything like his move to get into the playoffs.
11: I think the first time I ever saw a race car do that was on a uh, video game, the GameCube two thousand five the GameCube like console. I don't know if anybody else in the world had those, but we did and my brother Chad beat me uh, doing it at the fictitious I think it was Dodge raceway in fake Florida, and somewhere in a fake city or somewhere in Florida and we would always race there and um, I never thought about it. Like our prep this week never it never crosses my mind. I've done a lot of sim work this week, a lot of eye racing. Um, a lot of, lot of stuff and a lot of laps here virtually, and never once did it ever cross my mind or did I try it. So I want to, I want to make that clear. Um, the last time would have been a long time ago, before I was ever even thinking about being a NASCAR driver. And uh, I, it flashed back in my head on the white flag, and I double checked off a of two, and I just down like it, through one and two. I thought, I think we need two spots, and they said yes, and I was like, what well, if it wrecks? Okay. We don't make it, but, um, it might work. So I'll try it. Oh.
3: <laughs> you think it worked stat man? He will be a highlight for the rest of our lives and beyond.
4: I can't imagine coming up with that at the last second, like that. Uh, I watched the last five laps of the race, uh, and on replay and just, he was down at the bottom and then all of a sudden, in the back stretch, he moved himself up to the top and is all right, here it comes. And, uh, he just laid into it, turned right on a left-hand turn and <laughs> floored it. And there he was.
3: Oh. Ross Chastain. Uh, no one thought he'd be here. Made drivers angry during the year, but no one seemed to pay him back today. However, Ross said this. Well,
11: I, I will tell on myself a bit. Um, that last pit stop, we beat the eleven off pit road, and and I messed up into three uh, a lap or two into the the restart, and uh, locked the left front. I was having issues with that, and uh, wheel hop or like locked my rears and locked the left front. And I was in a bad spot, and he um, he moved me out of the way entry of turn three. So I returned the favor into one. He returned the favor. I returned the favor. Um, we body slammed off of four, and I. Phil surgeon keyed up and said to think neutral and I just couldn't see how me being in front of him that I would finish the race and have even a chance to transfer so um, he got back position on me and I got in line behind him and I thought I'm perfect we are perfectly capable of running with him and we only have to be within three spots they were telling me to be two to be safe and he just started passing cars and he passed one after the other to the other it was I mean, he took me to school and it's something that I'll never forget that in that moment I had full confidence that I could match him.
3: Crasher, as you were watching those final five, six, well, last 10 laps, frankly, we were in the same room together and that was the battle that we were watching. Ross Chastain and Denny Hamlin. And we just knew something was going to happen between the 11 and the one, but it never happened.
2: Well, it, they bumped and banged. And like he said, he paid it back and then Denny paid it back and then Ross paid it back again. I mean, they bumped and banged, but I did think it was going to be much worse. I was glad that it wasn't. I mean, that was, that was just plain racing and that was fun. And then look what we got as a bonus at the very end. That's just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What leaders do, what champions do, they take risks, calculated risks. This was a calculated risk. And then if it pays off, you win. And that's exactly what Ross did there wow, I was not a huge... I wouldn't say I wasn't a fan of his. I've been a fan of his. I love his personality. But I was not convinced that Ross Chastain was a championship driver until that move today. And I'm like, boom, that's it. I'm a full believer now because that's exactly what champions do. You figure out a way to win. You figure out a way to move to the next round. You make it work. Just come hell or high water. You do it.
3: And that's what he did. Statman, you brought this up. This is out of... This wasn't a... A little bump and run this is something we've never seen in racing in oval racing we've never seen this in cup racing that's why i'm just not believing that this wasn't discussed prior to martinsville
4: well i imagine in the last two years when they were doing a lot of e-racing on computers that guys probably gave it a, you know, a nod and laughed and said, I wonder if this will work in real life. And, uh, you know, so it was probably deep in the bowels of his mind, uh, <laughs> thinking about it. And, you know, it just felt spilled on the floor. And he said, he probably said it in some video game somewhere and said, I bet this will work if I gave it a shot and it came to mind and he gave it a shot. And you're right. Crash champions and winners figure out how to get an opportunity to win races and be champions. And that's what he did today. And he went for it. He knew at the right moment, I only have to pass two people. And that's something else that champions know is uh, when it's winning time. And he knew it was winning time. And oh, I'm sorry, he wasn't
2: making, sorry, Kenny, he wasn't making any progress. <laughs> he knew he had to do something. What? When did he finally figure out that this was going to be the something? Who knows? But yeah, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant.
3: Statman, there's not a year that goes by without him bringing up one of Tony Stewart's maybe his last championship with Carl Edwards, and Tony Stewart did everything in his power. He was out of the championship. He was out of the championship, but Carl Edwards was not a championship-winning driver because he he had the shot to win the championship. Tony Stewart three nascar cup championships and again we don't need to spend any time on this but getting back to what Statman and and crasher saying if you have championship in your blood you're going to win that freaking championship the setup's cool with your your team owners and so forth uh do you think there's going to be a ross chastain rule after this move ross
11: i can't i've just not been around long enough to even have an opinion on it um yeah, look. Do I want us all coming to the ends of these races and just flooring it? Like, no, it doesn't. No, it's that's not that's not what we want. But um, you know, this is a race and this is a competition. And, and whether you pass them on the inside or the outside, you pass them on pit road or you pass them against the wall. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, it's unorthodox. Um, and it wouldn't work almost every other time. And the scenario for it to be worth it to work, like that car's destroyed. The upper control arm I think is broke on the right front. I had no brakes coming across the finish line like you know that's not something that everybody's gonna go just go do now um but I, I don't know I don't know what what they should do um I'm sure that I will talk to them this week. I'm sure that we will have lots of conversations about it um and I will give my my point of view and my opinion and but I'll let them decide right
3: and we could ask you that are watching us on YouTube and Facebook live, should there be a rule or do we want to have the Kate, the Katie bar, the door finish for Ross Chastain stat, man, you should there be a rule that this can't happen ever again in NASCAR?
4: No, no, unequivocally. No, I think the hue and cry against it. If they tried to make a rule would be too great. No, there shouldn't be a rule. If you're willing to throw your car away, to uh, win or advance, that's your prerogative.
2: Okay. That just changed my mind right there. You're exactly right. My initial gut reaction was, yes, there needs to be a rule in the name of safety. You can't be doing this at super speedways by any stretch of the imagination. However, you're right. It comes back down to the driver. If you are willing to destroy a car, (laughs) then have at it. And if it, if it's something that pays off and, and all is, Good at the end, which it was in this scenario, then fine. So it just can't happen at super speedways. Well, no, maybe
4: the question ought to be, are you willing to destroy a car to have a chance to win a championship?
2: Mm -hmm. Or like one of our listeners just said, what would you do for a Klondike bar?
4: Hey!
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So am I the only conservative person here when it comes to this? Richie, do you think there should be a rule change moving oh, forward? Of course,
10: absolutely. Yes. Yeah. This is, first. This is a one-time thing. Obviously, the closest thing that's ever happened to it was Kyle Larson at Darlington last year, where he did something similar, and he he really wanted to win the race. I think he was running second at the time, and he he sent it into the final turn of the race and ended up wrecking the car. I forgot who ended up winning that race. Kyle, of course, was asked about it today uh, after the race, and he was like, "Yeah, I." I think there should be a rule. I didn't like it. I thought it was crazy type of thing. I'll retweet that at speed Freak So you can see it, but yes, there absolutely should be a rule should never happen again. It's a one-time thing. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen on a racetrack, but NASCAR has got to do something about it. Um, I saw somebody on Twitter give the best explanation here, which is when you have a car that's basically wrecking like that, why wasn't there a caution? So that's the easiest thing to do in that situation. In that situation, last lap of the race, if a caution flag would have flown, Uh, the field would have been frozen at the moment of caution. So Uh. that's the best fix here is if somebody tries to do it again, there's immediate caution flag. You can't gain any spots and the field is frozen at the moment of caution.
3: All right. So if you're hugging the wall longer than a hundred feet, it's a caution, right? (laughs) (laughs) No,
2: Richie's saying as soon as the car tagged the wall, the caution should have come out and then the field freezes.
4: What if if it's because he's got a flat tire flat Mm. right front? Or if he obviously had the car under control, yeah. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) why is the wall? You know, he he, he, was flying. He was against the wall. He had it under control, and he didn't crash anybody. He didn't wreck anybody. So, by definition, the car was under control.
3: Freak Nation coming up in moments of I like this stat man scat that that'll be Coming up in about a minute or two Again thank you guys for following us on Twitter Facebook and again the website speedfreaks.tv Speed Freaks it's a big fat Radio show we've been doing this for 22 years And now there's a tasty little video Element and a lot of you folks Are chiming in thank you guys for participating In this thing like it Or not we want your opinions when it comes To Ross Chastain and his move If you got an opinion on Ty Gibbs Is it great that we have an what just say it listen i could say anything on the video but when it comes to audio and Not one of on our many affiliates i can't <laughs> say it all right the ass hattery huh. that ty gibbs is causing uh, let's make how about a ty gibbs rule oh sorry what would that be it happens all the time <laughs> don't be a jerk you, you punt your own teammate
2: wow <laughs> and eliminate him in the process, eliminate him from the playoffs. That's your own teammate is out of the playoffs. Had he just chilled out, Brandon Jones would have been in the playoffs, the final four in Phoenix, but he didn't because Ty Gibbs got greedy and just had to win, even though he was pretty much guaranteed in already. Oh, the greed.
3: Wow. The greed crash. Mm -hmm. Uh, Freak nation, your stat man, scat and coming up next, the odds for Ross Chastain to win the cup championship to compare him to one of the greatest runs to a championship ever in all of sports and you might remember this it wasn't too long ago but again your stat man scat from lucasol studios
4: i'm always amazed at the people who say that politics has no place in sports Uh, sports is a part of society and society today is drowning in the ugliness of politics This comes to mind as the Red Bull Formula 1 team is blocking access to its champion driver and team principal because it doesn't like the way Sky Sports is reporting on the team. When you're champion, why not bend the rules to fit your needs, right? Why not block anyone who disagrees with that attitude? If the world doesn't fit your rose-colored glasses, change the world until it does. If you're tired of answering questions, change the questions until they fit your answers. Sure, Red Bull fans agree with those ideas. Spanish artist Pablo Picasso said, learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. Red Bull is learning to break the sporting rules of competition with an artist's flair. After all, when you're champion, the rules are whatever you say they are, right? Peace.
5: Listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio,
8: redefined.
3: Lucas Oil Studios, 22 years of doing this, man. You've got now through tomorrow night to get yourself up to 100 bucks back. On a Visa prepaid card to, uh, if you're buying UTV, excuse me, UTV, Jesus, SUV, light truck tires from General Tire up to 100 bucks back. Go to GeneralTire.com or go to our website, SpeedFreaks.tv and hit the General Tire logo. It'll send you to a link to where you can look up the tire for your righteous ride. Again, through tomorrow evening, uh, up to 100 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card from General Tire where you buy four qualifying SUV. Passenger truck tires. Crasher, I know you've got pit news and notes. I don't know how long we, we can spend on this. But I was comparing Ross Chastain's run for the championship to one of the greatest runs to a championship ever. And that was, Richie, you, you weren't even a soccer fan then. The, not, the 2015 to 2016 championship, were you?
10: I wasn't a soccer fan, but I knew about it and only because of you. And you're talking about Leicester City winning the Premier League.
3: Leicester City was 5,000 to 1 to win the EPL championship. And they ran through people to win the EPL championship, considered one of the greatest upsets or greatest runs to championship ever in sports. And the odds, again, at the time were 5,000 to one. If you look at this, uh, I'm going to zoom in. If you're watching this on YouTube or on Facebook Live, these are the odds coming out in February for Ross Chastain to win the championship. Ross Chastain all the way down <laughs> seven thousand to one mm. to win the championship. Okay. <laughs> seven. I want to know who thousand. made that bet. Who put 10 bucks on who yeah. put a hundred bucks on that? I mean, Statman's been on the bandwagon for Chastain. I'm sure Statman's just laughing at this, man. Yeah, he's like. Not gonna be working for you after next week. <laughs> Seven thousand to one stat man, and this guy it, he has to go full-fledged bonkers to get in that championship at Phoenix International Raceway coming up next weekend.
4: Well Phoenix Raceway is uh they have a gate like that, they used to at least mm-hmm. on the back stretch. And uh, he could uh he could do that on What, this would be turn three and four there, too. Yeah.
3: Listen, if you figure out where the turns are at Nell Statman, the three and four is not there anymore. They've got, they've got like six turns on PIR. Uh, Crash Gladys, Fit news and notes, brought to you by good friends at General Tire, generaltire.com, a great website to check out. Find your tires for your righteous ride. Crash, my apologies, we've got about three minutes.
2: Okay, all right. T'was the night before Halloween, around the track, Ross Chastain laying down his driving smack. <laughs> okay, Martinsville paid off. Am I right? Sure. Ty Gibbs took the win in the Xfinity Series. He's in the Final Four in Phoenix, but he punted his teammate Brandon Jones to do so and eliminated Jones from the playoffs. Yes, teammate. There was some bumping and banging between Allgaier and Almondinger as well. Allgaier moving on to the Final Four. Almondinger, your regular season champ, will not. So Ty Gibbs and Justin Allgaier will. Be joined by Josh Berry and Noah Gregson to fight for the Xfinity title in Phoenix this week. Speaking of fighting, we're going to hear something about this. I don't know if you guys saw this. They talked about it, I believe, pre-cup race today. Austin Hill straight up punched Myatt Snyder on pit road after the race and sent him flying down pit lane. Have you guys seen that video? Yes. That's insane. It was a wicked hit. I have a feeling we're going to see some fines come down later this week. I think we have to. It was it was pretty bad. On to Sunday. The cup race was won by Christopher Bell, his second must-win scenario. But as we've been discussing, the driver in the headlines has been Ross Chastain. Video game racing his way into the final four by slamming the throttle, coming out of turn three, and riding the wall all the way to the checkered flag. I mean, yeah, that happened. Just last week, I said on this very show that I was not sold on Chastain being a champion. And what I just said last segment was until that move Mm. that was a champion's move because he took a calculated risk it paid off and he is completely reaping the rewards so yeah count me on the chest ross chastain bandwagon so your final four in phoenix joey logano chase elliott winner christopher bell and wall hugger ross chastain NHRA raced their penultimate round in Las Vegas this weekend and points shifted a bit in the top fuel and funny car ranks. Brittany Force won for the first time since Sonoma in July and by going all rounds, she's now the points leader heading into the Pomona finale. In funny car, Matt Hagen beat Robert Hyde in the finals and closed the points gap by another 20 digits. In Pro Stock Motorcycle, Points leader, Mount Smith, set both ends of the track record, but was upset by Hector Arana Jr. in the final round. Good news, though. He's got more than 100 points of a buffer going into the finale. And no need for a finale. Erica Enders, who just joined us last week on the show, clinched both the season title and her 10th win. I think that's a record for her now. 10th win on the season. She's on cruise mode now with the Pomona finale. Oh, yeah. Formula One happened. Mexico City. (laughs) 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 Max Verstappen. That's the win yet again. Speaking of 10. Yep. Setting the record. 10 wins on the Ross
3: Chastain joins us next here in the Freak Nation. Yes, that guy joins us next here in the Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
1: Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
6: General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, Anywhere is possible
0: Drifting can be the most demanding motorsport in the world My name is Jun Mei the high RPMs required to keep my tires spinning and rubber burning are brutal on engine oil. That's why Lucas Synthetic Oil
11: Stabilizer was formulated for performance on the track and the highway. Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer keeps my power on for split second decisions, making every shift and turn count.
7: When it comes to my engine and engine oil, I give it every advantage with Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to Uh, take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it.
8: How about that?
7: Wow. MAV-TV
8: presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of
4: Speed on MAV-TV Motorsports Network time is more valuable today there's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best that's where lucas oil slick mist speed wax steps up it's great for paint chrome glass and vinyl lucas oil slick mist simply mists on and then wipes off leaving a new car shine every time it's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces for a complete detail there's also slick mist interior or slick mist tire and trim shine lucas oil it works
9: Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today?
4: Uh, I'm
3: out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some.
9: Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser?
3: I bet they do.
9: Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid?
3: You know, they'll have that too.
9: Even the octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease?
3: <laughs> yes, they will, babe.
9: Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy?
3: Deal, but you got to share.
9: Awesome! Lucas works. It's
2: more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001.
5: You're listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
3: Freak Nation, the website speedfreaks.tv, and of course on... YouTube, we're there for you on Facebook. And also, uh, damn, we still have we still have our Twitch account? Yeah, we still have our Twitch account. And Instagram and Twitter at Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, Phoenix International Raceway, we're buds with those guys. They called us earlier this week saying, hey, man, you want to talk to Ross Chastain? Sure. Yeah, we knocked it out. This is uh, towards the tail end of this, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? All right, Crasher says Wednesday. And again, some things that he says in this interview. Kind of lead to where we are now with Ross Chastain and Team Trackhouse making a whole hell of a lot of noise. And he joins us now, Freak Nation. running for the NASCAR Cup Championship for 2022, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Ross, I'm surprised that you damn near made it on time because one of the quotes that you said earlier this week that you want to win Martinsville because you want that damn grandfather's clock because you're always freaking late. Bro, you're running for a championship. You can't be late,
11: man. Not not late on the track, just late pretty much in all other aspects of my life. So yeah, uh, I think a damn part of the clock in the living room would be nice.
3: Where does that come from? Because there are certain people in my life that are always late, and they'll say, "Hey, I mean, I'll be there at eight o'clock," and they're <laughs> there at eight fifteen. Where does that stem from, Ross?
11: Well, okay, so and I, I am biased to myself, but look, I say I'm late. If you say eight o'clock, I'm there at eight. Now, if you count the seconds, it might be like closer to 801, but I'm there at eight. But I was raised that if you're not 15 minutes early, that you're late. And I just that early part, I just can't get it. So in my mind, eight o'clock, you know, is late for an eight o'clock anything. Um, yeah, I just that early. I just I'm there at eight and it means eight o'clock.
2: I'm sorry, that is not late. That is on time and for anybody. And I no disrespect to your parents, but I've got fev- several family members myself who do the fifteen minute thing too. No, that's early. On time is eight o'clock.
11: I agree, but I've been told I'm late, and I just can't get on the other side of it. And I'm about to turn thirty, and uh, it's just that I've accepted it now. I'm going to be there at the time we said. No early, hopefully not late. You Run.
2: probably don't want to hear this. Sorry, Kenny. You probably don't want to hear this, but the. Only thing in my entire life, and it wasn't until my 40s that actually got me on time. And again, I'm on time, not 15 minutes early, was getting married and having a kid. Because then, then it's not you anymore. It's up to the baby, it's up to the kid. So I know you don't want to hear that, but I will say you've got some time. It's okay.
3: Ross Chastain joining us here in the Freak Nation, running for track house racing. And Ross, let's go back to uh, prior to the LA Coliseum. What kind of conversations were you having with your team in regards to driving that race car and winning? Was it, hey, just give us your best, Ross, because you certainly couldn't anticipate that you'd have a chance to be the final four in Phoenix.
11: Yeah, look, we for sure. We, we had very modest goals based on uh, both the the one car that I'm driving now. But we were the 42 car last year at Ganassi and the 99 last year with with Daniel and the track house group. Uh, we were two separate obviously entities and then when we merged together when they acquired us um, you know we we had very modest goals but we still prepared and talked about executing and winning and then it was the la coliseum where i didn't even make the feature i didn't make it through the b main the last chance race anything uh to transfer in so i was on an airplane headed home while those guys were running the clash we went to the daytona 500 we finished last we were the we were the first car out of the race um we went to california i wrecked in practice and then i spun out of the race like we had a very humbling beginning of the year so we really just wanted to get on track and finish some races and then we go to vegas and venus phoenix and run third second and win coda um we got we got the season on track pretty quick
2: so To what do you attribute that turnaround? I mean, Coda was amazing. I I still have visions of you on top of your car launching the watermelon. But to what do you attribute that success? Because it wasn't just Coda. It wasn't just Vegas and Phoenix having some decent finishes. Tell a freaking Dega. I mean, and then now look what you've done these last couple of weeks as well. Your consistency has been there. But let's just be honest here. You've also had some run-ins with drivers so that it's kind of put your... I don't know your your impression on on fans as being up and down. And does this guy deserve to be a champion? Oh my gosh! But you've proven a lot on track. So how do you prove otherwise to detractors out there?
11: Yeah, we knew early on, and really preseason testing back in January that we had fast cars, and that the track house and, and Chevrolet Group had a handle on it. Uh, but until you put into action in the races, I had never won a race in the Cup Series or even really truly controlled a race and competed for the win. So until we went and did that uh, at Vegas, at Phoenix, we, we weren't sure. Um, and look, there, yeah, there's a lot that's happened. I've learned a lot. A lot of the people, you know, a lot of everybody that watches the sport and has watched Trackhouse and myself this year are learning about us. Right alongside us. I'm learning through these processes. So, yeah, we might get slammed one week. We might get people that talk bad about it. it's. It's fine because we're learning as we go. And uh, that's not going to keep us from uh, moving forward and trying to put our best foot forward.
4: Wow. Ross Jastain. dude, you're my guy. I've <laughs> stuck with you all year long, even when all the clowns were complaining about you. Uh, and I'm I'm taking you, and you've got to come forth forward with this championship. You talk about being on time. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> but you talk about being on time. Now is the time for you to take over the Cup Series.
11: Well, I, I appreciate that. So you've been with me all year. Like this, this group has been with me all oh, last I year. Have. Yes, I. No, have.
2: No. Statman, be honest with yourself. You were on his bandwagon the end of last year and then you were you were riding things through the end of the season. I mean, you were one of the early ones. So, yes, Statman deserves the praise. I like it. I appreciate that.
4: You're my guy. I love anybody who upsets the apple carton, anybody that is the center of complaints. I got to look at that guy, and every time I looked at you racing, you were
11: beating the guys that were complaining. And to me, that's like, yeah, go for it, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, it is a bit the continuation of last year. So although we're we're track house now, we've got new management, new ownership. Uh, a lot of things are different. The forty two car of last year is the one car, and uh, with a few tweaks and and a and a new mindset uh from from justin and, and pitbull uh down through the company that that this is our arrival and um, we're here to to upset the established teams what about what is it about track house it's come on board
4: with a world-renowned entertainer and a guy who used to race and you guys have been just knocking them down, knocking pins down all year, knocking down the watermelons all year. So you, what is it, what's happened to track house to make you guys uh, uh, competing for a cup series championship?
11: You know, it starts with, with the ownership group. The, the reason that, justin and pitbull armando started track house the race team was because of this new car that the france family and nascar uh, you know were bringing to the cup series this new next gen car gen seven is is totally goes against everything the sport has stood for and how it's operated for its entire lifespan of nascar forever And we don't build the cars anymore. We buy them and then we assemble them. So we, as Justin saw that as his opportunity to get into owning a cup team, he got a head start a year early last year, and really, that that acceptance that that's how he wanted his was going to operate his team. Then with our president Ty Norris, one of our first meetings this year, even, even I think it was back in November of last year. As we became track house two-car team with daniel and i it was look this is going to be different and you don't have to work here if you don't like it if you want to do something else that's fine but track house fully believes in the new car we know there's gonna be issues we know there's gonna be problems we're gonna have failures but we've had failures for the entire life of nascar let's make this the best we can make it this is why we're here and why the track house brand although it's going to be bigger than two NASCAR cup teams in the near future, you're going to see it continue to grow Mm -hmm. or it's two car team in NASCAR. It's, it's, this is the reason that it's here. So um, that was a little scary to hear at the time because it goes against everything that we've known about the sport ever since I've watched. But um, that's really resonated with all of us and myself. It it made me look in the mirror and say, yeah, this is my car. I want to make it the best it can be.
3: I do uh, Statman, we got to get the heck out of here. But his name is Ross Chastain, dropping a bomb in there that a Formula One driver is going to be driving the third car for <laughs> track house racing. It did
2: not. But they are. They're in drag racing. Yeah. They're with IndyCar. Yeah. Hey,
3: Ross. Fun to watch. This is awesome, man. That's uh, true. Statman's been on your bandwagon from the get go, buddy. Go out and kick
11: some ass, will you? Appreciate it, guys. We'll try to make you proud. Oh,
2: did he? Oh, did he? <laughs> wow yeah you said kick some ass and he took it to heart kenny he did just that Not the the wall
4: down getting it done (laughs) that is just um
3: again you see we've got a poll up and richie i'm springing this on you and you you see the popularity of ross jastain growing by the minute and ross jastain according to Speed Freak's Twitter (laughs) is your favorite to win the championship.
2: Oh, oh, serious? Okay. Look what Christopher Bell did today. Yes. The second time consecutively in which he was in a must-win situation. He won. Next week in Phoenix is a must-win situation again. I mean, you can't. It's going to be hard. All four of these guys. You cannot truly pick who has an advantage over the other.
4: You don't think Bell might have an advantage because he's the leading Toyota driver and Toyota might have some you know stuff in reserve to uh get him up to the front? What are you insinuating, Stat man? i been insinuating nothing. I'm saying Toyota might have some stuff in reserve to uh get him to the front of the line. Okay. What are you saying, Statman? <laughs> I'm thinking Christopher Bell might step up and uh, everybody's got to fight Christopher Bell. Of course there's uh, what there's one Ford, two Chevys and a Toyota. So this is up for grabs. Mm
2: -hmm. Four different teams, Trackhouse, Penske, Hendrick. Who am I missing? Gibbs. We just talked about Toyota. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We can't lose sight of what Christopher Bell did. Second only to what Ross Chastain did to get in. What Christopher, Christopher Bell was like in the eighth spot with like 15, 20 laps to go. Mm -hmm. But he and his crew chief made the uh, made the best choice of their career to get four new tires. And he just crawled his way back up to the lead. (laughs) And yeah, Chase Briscoe
4: just said, "Okay, I'm on crappy tires. Let's go. The, which almost looked like it was going to pay off. but yeah, I yeah. just love it. See, there's people thinking outside the box. It's not the yeah. standard guys. And Logano, Logano is the old hand. He's even got a championship, but he's only 32. He's just a couple of years older than these young youngsters. I, I can't tell you how much. I'm not a big NASCAR fan. Everybody knows that, but I'm very interested to see how this turns out because we don't have all the old hands uh the, the harvick's complaining and the kyle bush is complaining and the <laughs> K- kyle larson banging people into the wall knock somebody out of the groove today uh at the end of the race so yeah i mean these these people are uh, as much as i love martin truex he's not there i i want to see who wins this <laughs>
3: Your oldest driver is 32. Man, he's old. Joey Logano, 32 years old. I got socks on.
1: Speed freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
3: Yeah, again, we can't lose sight of what Christopher Bell did to get in the Final Four to be running for the championship coming up next weekend in Phoenix. Christopher Bell with the race win. You win and you're in. At one time, he was sitting in the eight spot, worked his way up with those fresh tires. Bam! He's going to Phoenix to contend for a championship. And I got, I got a personal uh, point with this. and that a, very, a, a friend of ours who was part of our early uh, success with Speed Freaks, who works for DeWalt. He's one of the higher-ups there. Uh, frankly, I'm happy for him and DeWalt. I'm not a Joe Gibbs fan. I will never be a Joe Gibbs fan for some things that I know, but I'm a DeWalt fan because of one individual that works there. And I'm a Christopher Bell fan Mm -hmm. uh, for him working his way up through the field to be a part of it. So so congratulations, Bell. Coming up next hour, Freak Nation, Sparkle Farts.
2: Yes, that was just
3: said. Yep. Sparkle Farts and Lamborghinis. What? Yes. Sparkle Farts and Lamborghinis. And if you're watching this on YouTube or on Facebook Live, you'll see Richie's face because it's exactly that. I'm sure many people are thinking, what the hell does Sparkle Farts and Lamborghinis have to do with it? Mm -hmm. Plus more from Ross Chastain. If you missed his press conference and some of the video that we played, we'll highlight some of that coming up next hour, and we'll highlight our interview with Ross Chastain. Coming up, so yeah, man. We're gonna
2: talk anything Halloween. Yeah,
3: we got a se- right. we got a segment in there for Halloween candy, cause again, this
2: candy corn sucks.
3: You can never get too much conversation going on when it comes to candy, especially when you wake up the next morning and see thirty six freaking wrappers of Snickers and Reese's. Going where the hell? Oh yeah.
2: That oh, was, you took kids trunk or treating last that night. That was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. you ate their candy.
3: I did you not eat their candy. I did not eat their candy. Nope, I did not eat their candy. Yes, nope, no.
1: Speed freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
3: Second Hour of the Freaks, Sparkle Farts, and Lamborghinis. Coming up in your favorite Halloween candy, Freak Nation. Are you one of those that are a dedicated candy corn aficionado? Crash, mm-hmm. you know there are chocolate candy corns out there, right? I don't even care. There's latte, care. chocolate latte candy corns out there. I'm a
2: chocoholic. Yep. It doesn't matter. You can cover candy corns in chocolate, and I'm still not going to eat them.
3: Stat just- man,
4: Ooh. there are uh, sour candy corns out there you down with that heavens no you make a candy corn out of snickers maybe i could handle that but uh, you know snickers Snickers is where uh candy ends and begins freak nation ross chastain did
3: something that we have never seen before and frankly uh i don't think we will ever see again because what we're seeing and hearing that a number of drivers have chimed in And there needs to be a rule established that you can't hug the wall halfway around the track to advance, especially to advance, especially to advance. Yeah, nice voice. Like that Mm -hmm. into the championship final four. But to hear Kyle Larson, Statman's favorite driver, Kyle Larson say, ah, we can't do that. That was kind of off. I mean, Kyle, we've seen you do some wicked things, especially this year. And for you to say that, like, I don't know. We're supposed to we're supposed to spend some time with Kyle Larson at the Phoenix International Raceway coming up. We'll talk to him about that. Crasher. Oh, clearly, clearly.
2: There are some people, though, equating it to how you cannot pass below the double yellow line. You cannot pass in the grass. So, I mean, there are there are similar things that are in the rule book already. So, yeah, it would not surprise me if NASCAR created something
4: (laughs) against this. These are all the guys that missed out. The old guys that we can't do that. I don't. I can't. I do want. To, I can't do that. There it is. Yeah.
2: At one hour three minutes into the show, yeah. Stepman's weekly
4: driver weep. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of these old guys, They're complaining about everything that's not in their advantage. You know, I mean, Ross Chastain, if they'd have thought about it, that is what there's no rule against it, but they didn't think about it. So forget them.
3: Uh, Suave, let's get to this. You put, uh, well, actually we're on our text feed. There's a tweet out there regarding the move on the 2005 cube that Ross Chastain was talking about. Correct?
10: Yeah, I'm going to retweet it at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Actually, I already did. So you can go check it out if you haven't seen it already. But people immediately went to their PlayStations, their Xboxes, their PCs, and whatever they chose. And they threw in NASCAR, whatever it's called, whatever the video game is called nowadays. And they tried to recreate this Ross Chastain's move in the actual video game. Mm. And it did not work. It did not work. And one of the guys who tried to recreate it was actually Chase Briscoe. Chase Briscoe went back to a caller where, when he got home, whatever he did. He tried to do it, went to the wall, and immediately turned around on him. So the move that Ross Chastain did did not even work in the video game. So NASCAR video game producers, you have some work to do because now you have to insert a new move into your game to get, make it work.
3: There's, There's something there. here, man. This has been discussed. This is – I'm just – Well, yeah,
2: he just said, maybe we'll replay this clip last hour that we replayed after the race, his post-race press conference, that he would see a similar move at a track he and his dad would be at growing up. So, yes, it has been discussed, probably in complete humor conversation, not ever believing that it would come to fruition. But yeah, it's been out there. It's not like this just came out of nowhere
3: my my point is i believe they statman that they've had this conversation maybe throughout the year or when you get into the playoffs you do everything listen th- there was no rule against him doing it mm-hmm. but th- for um Mar- uh, tra- uh, the owner of trackhouse justin marks. justin marks justin marks justin marks who's a former driver as you know and ross Chastain having that conversation i just i don't believe that they did not have that conversation somewhere crasher
2: no i'm it- Absolutely. And like he said, he has seen something like this in his years growing up around racetracks.
4: So it actually worked in sports car racing, a modified version of it. We had to have time or can we do this after? No, it takes too much time. Let's go to do what we got to do. We'll come back later.
2: Bottom line, it worked in sports cars before.
4: Yeah, we'll get so to that.
2: So it's been out there, people. We've
4: there. got to rejoin some of
3: our fantastic Sports Map affiliates. Then we'll get right back with it. And more will drop that stain coming up, Freak Nation.
1: Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined
5: the freaks
3: second hour of the freaks, bringing in another round of our good Francis at SportsMap Radio. 80 plus stations across the country, Sirius XM, every streaming app that you can listen to your sweets. Oh, i was going to brutalize it. Anyway, stop it. Stop it. So yeah, man, if you're just tuning in to watch this on YouTube or Facebook Live, it's a 22-year-old radio show that we've added a video element to it, Freak Nation. So, yeah, man, chime in. We love we love your chats. Good, bad, and different. It happens, man. Ross Chastain coming up this hour here in the Freak Nation. We caught up with him Wednesday or Thursday Wednesday. this past week. Was that one was that it was? Mm-hmm. And we have his media press conference and video from that that we're going to play this hour.
2: We'll catch up with him again this week as it's yes. on. I mean, all four of the championship drivers, we'll catch up with them on Thursday pre-weekend.
3: So it's going to be a... A hell of a week leading up to Phoenix International Raceway, but I digress. Big second hour of the freaks. Sparkle farts and Lamborghinis, that coming up. that's coming up at 40 past the hour. We'll explain. Your favorite Halloween candy and Ross Chastain. There is a rule coming. I don't know this. I'm just assuming that there is a rule. Will we see this rule prior to Phoenix International Raceway? And- no. No. What? Yes! That man, if any... If it- Stabben knows just like anybody NASCAR can make a NASCAR's making the rule like right now, Crasher. Imagine magic doing that to win Phoenix. Well, valid.
2: Then you gotta hit the dog leg though. I mean yes. So it's not gonna work as well. I'm mean, well right? I guess it could, because the stripe is before the dog leg. Yeah, who knows?
3: Who knows? Yeah. So yeah, Freak Nation. Uh we'll hear from Ross Chast. Some incredible things that he says in regards to the move that he had at Martinsville. Uh, just a bonkers move that many of us thought that our TVs, we had technical issues because it was as if he was put on fast forward <laughs> through three and four at Martinsville. The text that I got from Suave,
4: Did you tell me that you, you saw this, you had to see it. You know, wait a minute. I'm, let me drop this in here real quick. Mimo Rojas and the Grand Dam might have been IMSA, but they were racing at Indianapolis he passed the guy by bouncing off the wall, and mm-hmm. uh, so drivers know this, and some of them know how to do it. That we, you know, a video game can't keep up with the skill of a of a quality driver, so doesn't work.
1: Motorsports Radio Redefined.
9: Speed free. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Well,
3: I'm out of Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some.
9: Well, do they have the Lucas Oil Parts Cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil Power Steering Fluid?
3: You know, they'll have that, too.
9: Even the Octane Booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease?
3: <laughs> yes, they will, babe.
9: Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy?
3: Deal, but you gotta share.
9: Awesome! Lucas works!
6: General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible.
5: So it works. I run Lucas Oil.
10: It doesn't matter if you're on the water,
5: driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years.
10: We wouldn't run anything else.
7: Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow.
8: MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on MAV-TV Motorsports Network.
2: It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001.
1: There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. You are listening to Speed
5: Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined.
3: We see your comments on Twitter. We see them on Facebook. We see them on Facebook Live. We see them on YouTube. Thank you guys for participating in this. Again, if you're just tuning in to Speed Freaks, asking what the hell's going on here? Uh, yes, it's a radio show that we've had for 22 years across the country. Uh, the longest-running radio uh, motorsports radio show on Sirius XM. By the way, don't let anyone else tell you anything different. We are the longest-running motorsports radio show on Sirius XM. We've got 80 plus affiliates across the country. Want we'll to check out some more information? You go to speedfreaks.tv. Speaking of the product spotlight of the week at Lucas Oil, it's Safeguard. It's Lucas's unique Safeguard formula. It works to combat from the harmful deposits and protects your engine of all lubri- of oil lubricants inside your engine. Cleans critical uh, fuel components, stabilizes fuel and prevents varnish and gum formation. Uh, we could all use a little bit of clean inside of our engine, right? Mm-hmm. Go to lucasoil.com and check out the product spotlight of the week. Safeguard ethanol fuel conditioner with stabilizers from Lucas Oil. Ross Chastain doing Ross Chastain things and making headlines so much so that uh, they spent about 60 seconds on Monday, excuse me, Sunday Night Football talking about Ross Chastain. And uh, again, we're able to get into NASCAR's media website and frankly watch the press conference. And a number of items that caught my eye were. Ross Chastain and had he ever seen or tried this before in any form of racing, we'll get to that. Also, does he think there's going to be a Ross Chastain rule? And th- the one thing that caught my eye that was very important was Crash and I saw Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain and never all of you guys saw it, but R- 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 Crash and I were uh, pointing that out in particular that this is going to get ugly. This is going to get real, real ugly. But he was asked about how no one thought that he would be here. Uh, He made several drivers and teams angry throughout the year, but no one seemed to pay him back. Uh, throughout today's race, here's Ross Chastain talking about well,
11: that. I, I will tell on myself a bit. Um, that last pit stop, we beat the eleven off pit road, and and I messed up into three uh, a lap or two into the the restart, and uh, locked the left front. I was having issues with that, and uh, wheel hop or like locked my rears and locked the left front. And I was in a bad spot, and he um, he moved me out of the way entry of turn three. So I returned the favor into one. He returned the favor. I returned the favor. Um, we body slammed off a four and I feel surgeon keyed up and said to think neutral. And I just couldn't see how me being in front of him that I would finish the race and have even a chance to transfer. So, um, he got back position on me and I got in line behind him and I thought I'm perfect. We are perfectly capable of running with him and we only have to be within three spots. They were telling me to be two to be safe. And he just started passing cars. And he passed one after the other to the other. It was, I mean, he took me to school. And it's something that I'll never forget that in that moment, I had full confidence that I could match him.
3: Statman, again, if you caught the interview with Ross Chastain last hour, where we spent a good 10 minutes with him, Statman's been on Ross Chastain's bandwagon. And I think I, I'm a lot like Statman when it comes to rooting for the underdog, but I haven't been on the bandwagon like Ross Chastain.
4: Is this sustainable, Statman, for Chastain and Trackhouse? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, things have changed. There, there's there's a changing of the guard. There's a changing of the guard at the front of the line. We've been seeing it all year. Yes, I think it's sustainable. And I think he's going to be a part of this new guard. He, Tyler Reddick, um, Chase Elliott's already won a championship, but he's a young guy. He's going to be up there at the front. A lot of the old guard, the Harvicks and the Bushes and the uh, Truexes, they had their shot and they're going to fall back in the in the back of the field. They're in the middle of the field, at least. They might step up once in a while. But yes, to answer your question, the Chastain and Trackhouse is sustainable because they think about things in a different way.
2: You brought up Tyler Reddick. Can we switch gears for a second and talk about how freaking scary again Things are getting with this car and how I cannot wait for changes to be made in the offseason that Tyler Reddick pulled himself out of this race because of just not feeling right. I still don't know how doctors cleared him if he was. Arguably, I mean, I don't I don't want to say he was sick all week, but he wasn't feeling well, yet doctors still cleared him to race. I'm kind of I'm really confused as to what is NASCAR's concussion protocol, or at least what are the doctors going off of? Like in IndyCar, they've got all the drivers have their own baseline and doctors go off of that baseline test that they take at the beginning of the season. And so doctors know when a driver is even slightly off. Are they not doing that in NASCAR? How the hell was Tyler Reddick behind the wheel today? He shouldn't have been. And I'm glad he pulled himself off.
3: Richie, I was in the car when that was happening and you were texting us about Tyler Reddick. I couldn't see the video. Was there video of Tyler getting out of the car, going into uh, the medical center, any of that?
10: Yeah, they he pulled into the garage area, immediately got out of his car. And immediately Richard Childers came up to him, kind of gave him a hug, and and then he went off into the into the uh, medical center. And ask. All NASCAR has said since is that he was cleared by NASCAR medics. Um, so we really do not know much about the health of Tyler Reddick completely. All we do know is Jordan Bianchi, who I believe is with The Athletic, tweeted out something that he had heard from Richard Childress Racing from a team member and says that, like Crash was just saying, Tyler Reddick hadn't felt right all week. And when he rear-ended someone in the race today, he started to feel worse, so he pulled oh. to the garage. Um, and he, he, Tyler Reddick was involved in a crash last week at Homestead. So we do what we know is not as much as what we don't know if that makes any sense. We don't know a whole heck of a lot about what what exactly is going on here. Other than the doctors cleared him after the race, and as far as we know, he's cleared to race at Phoenix next week as well. As far as we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs>
4: well, is- we need to be careful about how we talk about medical things because none of us are doctors that I know of. And uh, I
2: stayed at the Holiday Inn Express last
4: night. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know that that'll get it for you. Okay. Uh, but the, uh, you know, I think NASCAR does have a protocol. What it is, I think they've talked about it before. I don't know if it's the same as IndyCar where they take tests and have a baseline. I would assume that has to be some form of that, but yes, I mean, NASCAR has talked about, uh, they've kept drivers out and, uh, you know, I, if, if he's been sick all week, we don't know if it's the flu COVID or a concussion. We don't know that.
2: Very true. It's just, it's odd. And the fact that he actually pulled himself out of the race today tells me how it's even more odd. Like Mm -hmm. He kind of knows something's up.
3: Mm. And we also forget, I don't care if it's 30 degrees outside, how bloody hot it is in that race car. It's so freaking hot in that race car. So, Statman's right. Is it a concussion issue? Is it a flu issue? Regardless, it's crap hot. In, in that race car, which can accentuate uh, any malfunction of the brain or the body that uh, Tyler Reddick. I would n- I never question Tyler Reddick's toughness and very seldom mm-hmm. do I question the toughness of of any professional driver. I mean, Tony Stewart. I don't need to go through that many, many years ago that had stomach problems and raced his oh ass. Remember that to
2: a win in Sonoma? Yes. Holy yeah. cow. Crapped his drawers and still just was <laughs> taking oh. the win in stride. It's like, okay. Yeah, that wow.
3: Which wow. by the way, Tony Stewart with a runner-up finish in the alcohol dragster class yeah, today. Well in done. In Las Vegas. Smoke.
2: About that almost had a Wally. Almost. But Madison Price is who basically sent him home. Get this. This is no lie. In the final, she beat him on a whole shot and I think won by point zero zero. Zero, 0.2 seconds. Damn. Point zero, 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 0.0002 seconds is what Tony Stewart lost his first NHRA Wally to. Wow. But congrats Madison Price.
3: Statman, we've often talked about how it's a that's a a point percentage of drivers that will go from their discipline and run top fuel whether it's funny car or dragster, let alone Alcohol dragster, which is damn near as badass. But Tony Stewart, who's married to Leah Pruitt, a top fuel pilot, uh, went out there, ran top fuel. I think it was Las Vegas where he ran it. Mm-hmm. O2
4: test. Yeah, yeah. It was today. Yeah. yeah, a couple hours ago, several hours but, ago. And but then got his
3: license to run the alcohol dragster through Frank Hawley's driving school.
4: Yeah, his <laughs> testing
2: to get to this point, you're right, Kenny. His testing started in Vegas last
3: year yeah.
10: and
2: then Pomona. And then, yeah, so he actually did an actual race today in Vegas. It's yeah.
3: just cool to see, uh, just to trade seats. I mean, Ron Caps, he'll go race anything. And he does. He'll do, he'll do it well. Scott Coletta, or excuse me, Doug Coletta, mm-hmm. uh, he'll do it. Uh, hell of a hell of a champion sprint car driver, Cruz Pedregon. Same thing, Cruz Pedregon probably, uh, again, be running in the Chili Bowl. But for uh, a NASCAR Cup driver, former driver like Tony Stewart, to get an alcohol car. <laughs> Just and again and to hear Tony even, Stewart
4: talk about it. Yeah, he'll even race uh, go karts uh, mm-hmm. or uh, golf carts. Golf, yeah. golf cart.
2: You almost took him out. Yeah. No, the bottom line though, Tony Stewart, IndyCar, sports cars, NASCAR, and now drag racing. And he's one. Well, hasn't quite won in drag racing, but he won in everything else. So yeah, he's he's one of the goats, man. He. Mm-hmm. I know people respect him and especially with all of his business endeavors. Now, most of them in motorsports, people really do appreciate what he's done for the sport. But his legacy inside the cockpit, we can't forget he has done everything and succeeded at it.
3: Let's do this. One more soundbite from Ross Chastain, the post-race press conference at Martinsville. Again, we're able to see this. Many of you can't unless you follow Speed Freaks. because We like to highlight some of this video and yes christopher bell was in there joey lagana was in there
2: (laughs) yes christopher bell was a badass today too just chase elliott
3: was in there but the press that was in that media center wanted to talk to ross chastain and one of the questions asked ross does he think there will be a ross chastain rule striking that move that he uh, did today at martinsville
11: i can't i i've just not been around long enough to even have an opinion on it um yeah, look. Do I want us all coming to the ends of these races and just flooring it? Like, no, it doesn't. No, it's that's not that's not what we want. But um, you know, this is a race and this is a competition. And, and whether you pass them on the inside or the outside, you pass them on pit road or you pass them against the wall. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, it's unorthodox. Um, and it wouldn't work almost every other time. And the scenario for it to be worth it to work, like that car's destroyed. The upper control arm, I think, is broke on the right front. I had no brakes coming across the finish line. Like, you know, that's not something that everybody's going to go just go do now. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what what they should do. Um, I'm sure that I will talk to them this week. I'm sure that we will have lots of conversations about it, um, and I will give my my point of view and my opinion. And but I'll let them decide, right?
3: Crasher, before we go to the Statman scat, you have the the quote from mm. Kyle Larson. I uh, don't can kinda, You can kind of paraphrase what he was saying.
2: Kyle, yeah, basically, Kyle Larson, not a fan of what Ross Chastain did to get his positioning in the final four at the end of the race today. Kyle Larson said, said something along the lines of, I know you guys think that this is cool, but I think it's an embarrassing look for the sport.
4: Statman. Yeah, he'd rather just run them into the wall. Hey,
3: come on, man. What's going on? You can email us mc mc. Speedfix.tv. I like the man Scat. It's something that I didn't know was going on in Formula One. We'll get to that. Also coming up, your favorite, maybe you're just the worst Halloween candy. Uh, you know what? Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, Halloween candy. Your go-to candy coming up and sparkle farting and Lamborghinis. It's a thing. I promise. It's
4: a freaking thing. I'm always amazed at the people who say that politics has no place in sports. Uh, Sports is a part of society and society today is drowning in the ugliness of politics. This comes to mind as the Red Bull Formula One team is blocking access to its champion driver and team principal because it doesn't like the way Sky Sports is reporting on the team. When you're champion, why not bend the rules to fit your needs, right? Why not block anyone who disagrees with that attitude? If the world doesn't fit your rose-colored glasses, change the world until it does. If you're tired of answering questions, change the questions until they fit your answers sure Red Bull fans agree with those ideas. Spanish artist Pablo Picasso said, learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. Red Bull is learning to break the sporting rules of competition with an artist's flair. After all, when you're champion, the rules are whatever you say they are, right? Peace.
1: Sports Radio, redefined.
3: Freak Nation, all you have is tomorrow, and then it's gone. What am I talking about? A $100 Visa prepaid card. That's up to 100 bucks back. If you buy four qualifying light truck or SUV tires from General Tire through October 31st, Halloween night, baby. It's all gone. Check it out at generaltire.com or hit up our web- website at it's speedfreaks.tv to get more information on where you can buy your tires and how much you can get back for the tires that you buy. Up to a hundred bucks back. Visa prepaid card, SUV and light truck tires. Coming up, Sparkle Farts and Lamborghini. Speaking of candy. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. You say fart, you think candy? Yeah. Okay. Uh
3: it's again it's it's low hanging fruit when you when you have a radio show it's like okay everybody has an opinion on this and and I think Richie's the only one that likes candy corn. Am I right, Richie? You're the only one of the the four of us that you will know, we'll go out of the way to get some candy corn.
10: Well, I'm not going to go out of my way to get it, but if it's around, I will eat it and I will enjoy eating it. Always have been, always will.
3: Wow! Yeah, he's the one. He's the wow. one person. Yep. Candy corn. Right. Blech. Hey, uh, how about this, Freak Nation? Let's uh, let's see. Now, Statman, Man, do you have it in you to guess what the top five choices are according to ThrillNest.com? The top five. Halloween candies from Thrillist.com. Statman, can you handle
4: that? Uh, let's see. There's candy corn. There's uh, Snickers. There's um, Tootsie Roll Pops. And there's, uh, wow. let's see. I don't know. Those three for sure. I don't what? know. No, no, no. You got one in there. One? Thrasher. Only one? Yep. M&M's. Nope.
2: What?
3: <laughs> the link was on our rundown you guys could have
10: cheated oh well yeah sorry you have integrity yes i'm gonna go with reese's put <gasps> on the board yeah reese's for sure
3: reese's number one
10: oh, yeah. reese's good night everybody number one yep. nice knowing you good night
3: number one reese's
10: i win the family feud <laughs> over, over snickers
3: <laughs> Stickers Come comes in at number three. Snickers
4: oh? is one of the major food groups. I don't know how you can overlook that. Well, huh? M&M's are not in the top five?
3: I'm looking through here. Skittles? Again, this is core to li- th- uh, thrilllist.com. Well, thrilllist is wrong. Uh, M&M's at number 14.
2: 14? <laughs> okay, Jolly... No. Jolly Ranchers? No. Milky uh, Way. M- nope. uh, uh, no. No. Milky Way is such an old candy bar. Does anybody really eat Milky Way? Now? I ate for the
3: sure. crap out of them last night, man. My <laughs> poor daughter. you sure. not going to know what Milky Way is now. <laughs> you are depriving her of Milky Way. Come on. One of them rhymes with slicks. Twix. Yeah, number two.
2: Twix number two? Kit Kat.
3: Snickers
4: at number three, Kit Kat at number four. Hey, my my tax man had Snickers in a bowl on his desk. And every time I did my taxes, he was happy to see me leave. (laughs) (laughs) There's
2: got to be some sort of a sucker. But yeah, but stat
4: said Tootsie Pop and that's not up there. Nope. So is the candy corn, that's not in the top five? Oh, hell no. Good. That's we got we got some integrity. Speaking of integrity, we got some integrity in our in the freak nation audience.
3: Milky Ways at 23, milk duds at
4: 24. Milk Duds. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, thank you.
2: I don't I'm not a Milk Dud fan either. That's Kenny's go-to or one of his go-tos at
3: movies. Slow fat, low carb. Oh hey Richie, are you the millennials? Did you guys get down on some runs? Yes. Sure. Right. It's at number 27. Mm-hmm. Nerds. nerds.
4: Nerds. Oh, what Pop. about those red, like red vines or Twizzlers or something like that?
3: That's not the top 10. Number five. Does anybody want to get one more I guess? Know,
10: Starburst. Starburst. Starburst.
3: No, they're
4: top yeah. 25. Now and later. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old one. <laughs> Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Stat man. Peppermints?
2: Come over here. I've, got, I've got an eight-year-old who wants to chime in here.
10: Come on. York peppermint patties.
3: No. Although I, I did add about 15 of them today. I love those things, man.
2: Oh, well, why don't you no, ask no. my food? Sour Patch Kids from the Bennett gallery?
3: Uh, Sour Patch Kids? Let me see. There's, oh, Haribo gumbies at 18. Gummies? What did I I no, you say? Gumbos? What did you say? You said gummies. Okay, yeah, bears though. Yeah, uh, uh, flavored Tootsie rolls at thirteen. Starbucks eleven. Starbucks eleven. We got a break, don't we? Hershey things. Nestle's Crunch at oh, eight. Kisses. Starbucks. Hershey kisses.
2: Yeah. Her, oh, Hershey. Nope. Oh,
4: that's a Christmas and Valentine's Day. Never that. seen
3: a Hershey's kiss for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, if they wrap you know, them
4: in well, orange. They would be. Aren't are, are discriminating connoisseurs of chocolate.
3: Smarties at thirty-one. Careful with Smarties this oh, year. We got a break. Right. Uh, Airheads at thirty, Jolly Ranchers at twenty-nine, uh, Sour Patch Kids at twenty-eight, Henley.
2: What's number five? What's number five? Butterfinger. Yeah, Butterfinger. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's another disgusting
3: one.
10: Guys, you just
3: don't get it, do you? Yeah, Butterfinger. I don't eat
10: a lot of candy, so that's my excuse. Well,
3: oh, I do. It's the worst.
10: You're a chocoholic.
3: Yeah, I am. Fed. Yeah. I understand how people have problems with with addiction, because I'm if it's in the house, <laughs> I am smelling it out. I promise you, I'm smelling it out, freak nation. Uh, sparkle farts and Lamborghinis next.
1: Speed freaks, motorsports radio redefined.
6: General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible.
7: Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to wow. take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow.
8: MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on MAV-TV Motorsports Network.
9: Hey Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today?
3: Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some.
9: Well, do they have the Lucas Oil Parts Cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil Power Steering Fluid?
3: You know, they'll have that too.
9: Even the Octane Booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease?
3: (laughs) Yes, they will, babe.
9: Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy?
3: Deal, but you gotta share.
9: Awesome! Lucas works! It's more than just a
2: slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the Speed Freaks since 2001.
5: It works. I run Lucas Oil.
10: It doesn't matter if you're on the water,
5: driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years.
10: We wouldn't run anything else.
5: Lucas Oil, the
7: official oil of Monster Jam
4: time is more valuable today there's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best that's where lucas oil slick mist speed wax steps up it's great for paint chrome glass and vinyl lucas oil slick mist simply mists on and then wipes off leaving a new car shine every time it's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces for a complete detail there's also slick mist interior or slick mist tire and trim shine lucas oil it works
5: you are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio, redefined.
3: Freak Nation! I got to say it one more time: you have until tomorrow night to grab yourself some general tires. To get a hundred bucks back up to a hundred bucks back. A visa prepaid card for qualifying light truck, SUV tires. Check it out at generaltire.com. It's generaltire.com. Statman or outside of us speaking with Slade Stewart this week. Uh, are you familiar with uh, MSA's class? The Trofeo cup, I believe it is with Lamborghinis.
4: No, I mean, no. I, I've, I've seen them race, but it's a, a mark, a, a mark race, a, a spec race. They have Lamborghinis all race against each other. Lamborghini Super Trofeo Pro Crown is what Pro they call Crown. It. Yeah, Pro Crown, Crasher.
3: I'd like to see some of those Lamborghinis pull a freaking Ross Chastain. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, there's, a, there's a, a gentleman, and again, Crasher saw this with one of the press releases that come through. Uh, he runs for Flying Lizard, Crasher.
2: Yeah. Flying Lizards, one of my favorite teams. Well, yes. it has one cars. of the greatest. Yes. One of the greatest PR people in the history of motorsports as well. Yes. Shout out to you, Miss Kelly. But all I had to see was something about sparkle farts going for the championship. And I'm like, wait, what? And then they're giving an exact replica battery operated car for kids. hmm away this week so you have all this week to register by following their social accounts flying lizard motorsports i believe you can follow lamborghini and get the info we're going to put it up on speed freaks so yeah i'm like sparkle farts in a radio interview let's Done. do it
3: right. his name is Slade stewart his team flying lizard they're running for the championship and uh, they can do it in portugal that's where they are right now mm-hmm. Their race is actually next weekend but here's part of that interview with Slade Stewart, where he's explaining the whole sparkle farts and this electric car giveaway. And if you're watching this on YouTube and Facebook, you'll get to see some examples of this fantastic Lamborghini and the actual car they're giving away. Slade Stewart here in the Creek Nation
2: is basically the, is it the entire scheme that's wrapped on a 12 volt electric car in order to celebrate this championship that you guys are gunning for in Portugal next weekend, you're giving away an identical replica to a kid. Like what are your kids? They could absolutely win this as well, but these cars are huge for kids around the country. And you're going to give one away that looks exactly like your race car appropriately named sparkle farts.
0: Yeah, you know, it's the car. It, we went into the seat. You know, my kids, I think, as you know, the backstory, my kids always pick my wrap. And, um, you know, so when I decided to do this, I said, you know, my oldest daughter, I said, what do you want the car to be? She says, Dad, I want the pink unicorn. I said, honey, if that's what you want, then that's what you can have. <laughs> and it was just between her and I, because I knew that I would be away and she'd be watching the racing on TV and she'd be able to quickly see, you know, there's daddy. There's there's my car. Oh, the, wow. The uh, fan support that that came out, you know, I couldn't have predicted. The team couldn't have predicted. It, it was just really, really cool to see the amount of support that the car wound up getting. Anytime the crew moves that car, whether it's across the paddock for scrutineering, doesn't matter people are following the car they're taking pictures of it they're stopping they're asking the engineers the kids want to sit on it the kids want to ride the passenger the you know the the driver's seat um it's just been a really interesting organic um uh fan following that has come out and you know it's great for the sport it's great for our team Um, i think it's great for lamborghini uh it's great for motorsport um and it's just been a lot of fun so we decided to you know we started doing some shirts and those were just selling out uh <laughs> stickers vir i decided I was on amazon one night and i saw a stuffed animal that happened to look like unicorn on the card so i ordered like 30 of them and i said hey kelly you know i'm going to bring these to the race let's figure out what we can do to you know give them out to kids and stuff and um, that race for our our garage tour, she had been publicizing it on Twitter and Instagram. And we expected, you know, maybe a half dozen, two dozen people show up. Um, and I came back to the pits and there was over a hundred people in the, in the tent already. And I'm going, oh, I didn't order enough stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just, it was just amazing how many people showed up and it's just been a lot of fun. You know, racing's, the racing side of it's a lot of fun, but, you know, more importantly, the fan engagement and engagement and and connecting with them and talking to them about motorsports and the car um, has, has just been has been a lot of fun for me personally. I know it's been a lot of fun for the team. Um, and so as as a season ender, um, this almost didn't happen. I had posted something on Facebook and a, a friend of mine's family member Posted up a picture of that of the pink Lamborghini from Amazon. He said, "Hey, you know, you should drive one of these." <laughs> and I started thinking, am like, you know, we could get that and we could wrap it and we could find a way to just give it away to you know a fan." And um, you know, that's where this came from. It was just it was by happenstance that somebody made a comedic post, and I started thinking about like. We can actually do something fun with this. So we are doing the raffle. Um, We look forward to, you know, identifying that kid or that family that winds up being the winner and shipping them the car. And, you know, it's, it's just it's just about having fun.
2: And see, that's the thing that's a life lesson for people it's about having fun you guys are cruising into a championship and a lot of the background you're you're disabling the stress you're having fun with this entire project of the race car of the fan engagement like you said of the sparkle farts story and it's just it's amazing that's how life should be push away the stress have fun and oh my gosh win because of it
0: well you know that that's the goal <laughs> and you're doing it well, Slade, we, we've got a lot of work ahead of us
3: driving the Lamborghini Slade Stewart joining us here in the Freak Nation and Slade I know that you're part of a, uh, a private company that's out there that's uh, fairly well known here in Arizona I can only imagine you sitting in one of your board meetings <laughs> with all these executives and one of your executives says uh, hey uh, Slade can you tell me about Sparkle Farts
0: <laughs> <laughs> come on man I, I, try, I try and keep it under the radar. It hasn't worked very well.
3: Sparkle farts under the radar, a pink Lamborghini.
0: <laughs> they follow me.
4: <laughs> get the unicorn and uh, flying the lizards and everything else on the car.
0: Yep. Now, they, uh, they, they, some of them follow me, but I try and keep it as low profile as. Possible.
2: I just also you bring up board member of his current company. I just want him with the CEO of Lamborghini to be like, hey, guess what? This year's campaign is <laughs> going to be
0: <laughs> hope you're on board. I guess we'll find out when we get to Portugal, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Seriously, everybody wants to be all serious with racing and it is serious. It, it is. There's a lot of money involved. There are lives on the lines every time you guys get into the cockpit and yep. any discipline of motorsports. But my goodness, this is just, it takes it to another level. You get the kids involved, they're fans for life. And that's what builds the sport. IndyCar, NHRA, NASCAR, take notice. Sparkle Farts works. Just saying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, how'd you get the name Slade?
0: Uh, old Western cowboy name. Okay. It's a badass
3: name. It is. was oh, it Thank smokes. You. What was your, what was your nickname? And well, he's, that's a nickname. Look, you're go, you're yeah. in high school. It's like, what you're Slayer.
0: slaying it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> there were a lot of, there were a lot of iterations. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah.
3: Well, this is awesome, man. Slade Stewart, sparkle farts, pink Lamborghinis, and running for a championship, uh, with flying lizard here in the Freak Nation. And but, we need
2: to tell people how to register to win do it, Crasher. that 12 volt Appropriately wrapped sparkle farts, pink Lamborghini for their kids. It's the holiday season. Can you imagine sparkle farts under the Christmas tree? It'd be perfect. That'd be so awesome. Yes. I know, right? Use the hashtag sparkle. Well, hashtag sparkle farts giveaway, and we'll we'll put everything in writing so people can see it too. And then tag Slade, tag Flying Lizard, and uh, you'll be entered to win. And you're going to pull the name. You're going to pull the winner in Portugal. Yes. Nice. Next yep. weekend. So you got a week, people. You got a week.
3: And parents listening. Yes. Have your kid ask Santa for sparkle farts (laughs) under the tree. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Slade, thanks for doing this, buddy. Good luck to you. Okay.
0: Kenny, Crash, Stat, appreciate your time and uh, look forward to hopefully running, running into you here locally. Bang. Yes. Thank you, buddy. Thank you.
3: How does Sparkle Farts not win the championship in Portugal, Statman? How Come on. Speaking of rigged, regardless, I don't care if they don't finish the race. They still need to win the championship, right?
4: Well, yeah, they, you know, they're, they're out there competing with a unicorn and flying lizards on the car. I mean, what more could you ask for from a, uh, a wish? I mean,
3: there's been a few alcoholic evenings of me waking up. The next morning where Sparkle Farts came into play. <laughs> but what? I just love that name.
2: That's not a Sparkle Fart. That's a nasty fart. It's just, come on.
3: <laughs> Let's call it Spade a Spade. It's not sparkling at all. Huh? No, it's not. How do you guys know Are you there? I'm a talented SOB, man.
4: Been doing this yeah, long yeah. enough. I mean, t- Alcoholic
2: beverages the next morning do not equate to anything sparkly.
4: No. Alcoholic beverages and chocolate. That's (laughs) tailor-made to sparkle.
3: (laughs) Oh, uh, Freak Nation, a couple of suggestions for you this week. Be sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and, of course, our website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll be out at the press day on Thursday from the Phoenix Convention Center with your four Xfinity Series drivers, your four Truck Series drivers, and your four Cup Series drivers where they will be meeting with the media. It's one-on-ones, a little bit of conversation, a little bit of con- convo, as the kids call it in uh, millennial situations. Uh, right, there, Suave, you dropped it in. So, yeah, we'll be hanging out there. Be sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms because uh, we'll have plenty of insight of what we're what we hope to see at Phoenix International Raceway. And again, the latest from NASCAR is Ross Chastain with that bum rush, the last half lap, of the race, that was in within all the rules of NASCAR, but I, Crasher, I, you say there's no way that they'll come up with a rule between now and Sunday. I just
2: apparently, according to Mark Ribillas, he's an AP photographer, incredible photographer by mm-hmm. the way. He did respond to us saying he was expecting a change or some sort of a rule implemented, but NASCAR said. Post race, this move was within the rules, and no changes will happen before Phoenix.
4: Yeah, they'd probably like to see more people try and ruin their cars. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you just that's the best way to discourage anybody from doing it again. Do we have a name for it yet? Oh, you
2: just done been chastened.
3: Oh, right. I that's,
2: mean, I don't, I don't know what. There's got to be a nickname of some sort brewing. The out Chastain
3: there. Bum Rush. What is a Bum Rush, by the way?
4: You rushing bums, that man? No. I mean, I imagine bums are rushing pretty good to get on the train.
3: Uh, he is performing every Thursday night, at speedfreaks.tv if you don't watch that man's uh <laughs> two live crucial tour.
4: Two live crew. There you go.
3: Two live crucial. All right, freak Nation. We're gonna wrap this thing up, maybe. Huh? I got to go to visit some Sparkle Farts (laughs) coming up.
1: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
3: Nation, don't forget the website at speedfreaks.tv. And again, Twitter, Facebook, we're there for you on Instagram. And again, thank you, MAV TV, Worldwide Technology, Raceway, Lucas Oil, and others to allow us to be a part of your Facebook feeds. On Sunday nights, and you guys chiming in, this is awesome. A lot of great comments on here, some not so great comments, but it's cool. It's racing, man. Let me go, Chastain, your happy ass. What? Passion? Passion?
2: Yeah, there are a few people on here that are not Chastain fans. Well, in the comment section, not Chastain fans, and that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion.
3: It's fine. Now, Richie, can you find the audio of? Ty Gibbs in the winter circle after he punted his teammate in the Xfinity series Saturday afternoon. Again, Ty Gibbs, not making a whole lot of Well, I
10: can find it, but not in two minutes.
3: Ah, okay. Appreciate that. Yeah.
2: Thanks for the heads up, Kenny. Well, Kenny's famous for, (laughs) I'm just saying.
3: Hey, I've stood on buildings, held antennas, crossed many rivers. Hiked many mountains in the snow.
2: Uphill both ways? Nope. Uphill
3: both ways, yeah. <laughs> I just slid, slid down the mountains. Mm. Well, again, Ty Gibbs thanking Ross Chastain for that move and taking the headlines away from his happy ass. Again, <laughs> Ty Gibbs doing Ty Gibbs things. It looks like uh, if we continue this radio show over the next five, ten years, uh, we'll be put having to put up with Ty Gibbs and his stupidity, his ass hattery. Uh, what he did so today. i take
2: it we're not going to go up to him on thursday
3: oh, maybe i do
4: yeah i like to see that
3: <laughs> yeah well again he comes up to my waist so i look up your boy
10: there's a great drinking game you can play when you're talking to Ty Gibbs too what's that think you, you think you, uh, yeah. every time he, yeah every yeah. time he mentions a certain someone
3: yes i yeah. did see that. i did see the the picture of jesus <laughs> looking for ty gibbs in, in the pits <laughs>
10: The Halloween costumes. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh boy! Uh, speaking of sparkle farts, I got to go commit a few here mm. pretty soon. Uh, Stat, man, you ready? Ready to get this thing off the off the air? Yeah, why not? Shoot the juice to the moose. Cut it loose, please. Speed Breaks. motorsports radio, redefine.